Welcome to Who is Jesus in the Christmas Chaos and How Do I Relate to Him? Oh, my friend, I welcome you into six days of exploring some names of Jesus. I pray that as we quickly meet for just a few minutes in your ear as you're present wrapping or cooking or whatever, that you let the Holy Spirit tend to your heart and settle all the rising levels of tension, anxiety, chaos, worry, and give you a nugget of truth about who He is that is personal for you. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the kitchen table in the week before Christmas. When we're settling our hearts every single day, meeting together for a few minutes to talk about another name for Jesus. I think it's so important that we understand the depth and the beauty that God says, I am all of these things that you may know me more intimately. And so this week we have talked about the fact that he is our helper and that he is a strong tower for us to run to in the crazy chaos of Christmas. And today we're going to talk about the truth that Jesus says, I am your good shepherd. Why would that be an important name for us? Why would we want to know anything about him being our shepherd? Well, over and over in scripture, God uses the analogy of being a shepherd. In fact, it's not something that starts with Jesus. Although we know that Jesus says, I am the great shepherd. I will lay down my life for my sheep. And he says, my sheep hear my voice and they know me and I will call to them and they will follow me. That is what his messaging is in John. But before this, long before this, in Ezekiel 34, God says he displays his shepherd heart to us. He contrasts his care for his people and against the leadership of the leaders of Israel at that time. And he says, well, there are good shepherds and there are bad shepherds. And you know, here on the podcast, we've actually talked about the value and the understanding of following after the great shepherd as a parent, understanding is we can shepherd our children better than we can sheepdog them. And we had talked about meaning biting at their heels and kind of pushing them forward. But for today, here at Christmas, I want us to unpack just for a few minutes why Jesus being our good shepherd can really give us hope on the Wednesday before Christmas when we may be feeling a little harassed, maybe harassed by all the people telling us all the things that we still need to do. I know that in my family, I still have little ones that I need to take Christmas shopping. I haven't done a good job of doing that ahead of time, and they're beginning to panic. I feel a little um, hungry, hungry for just quiet time, hungry to be still and to understand and to meditate in these moments. And instead, I'm having to hunt and to move and to keep going. And maybe you do too. But today, let's look at what it talks about a shepherd in Psalm 23. In Psalm 23, it's a very famous passage. We all probably have read it. But we're going to just take it apart for just a few minutes and look at it in light of this week. Psalm 23 talks about the beauty of being God's sheep, of drawing up alongside of the great shepherd who knows the right path to walk in. He provides food and water, protection and guidance. It says in Psalm 23 that the shepherd 
is searching for green pasture and feeding ground, right? For his flock. You know what's interesting about that is that is his consistent, continual searching. He is not resting on what he found yesterday. He's not saying, well, you got enough to eat yesterday. But instead, over and over daily, God, as our shepherd, is continually at work in our lives, helping us to find the places that we can be nourished, the places that we can have good space. And then it also says that he looks for still waters. Why would the Bible say still waters? Have you ever thought about that? It says he leads me beside still waters. Well, you know what? Rushing water scares sheep and they won't drink from it. And so they will go, they will literally thirst to death because they're afraid of rushing waters. And I don't know if you here at Christmas time feel a little bit like you're in rushing waters, but your God, the great shepherd, is finding for you still water and he invites you to come and drink from his water. And if there is no still water, the shepherd will lead the sheep to a well for refreshment. He will not leave that sheep to fend for itself. And then it says in scripture, it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And we think about that and we're like, how could that be? Well, the shepherd's rod was a stick with a thick round end. And that round end had lots of nails and metal and sharp weapon-like tips all along, all around the, that circular end. And it was used not against the sheep. It was used to ward off enemies. You see, the shepherd was a fierce warrior, known for his strength, known for his endurance, and known for his protection. He was not a retiring figure who just walked in the hillside and whistled and talked to sheep. He was a fierce, protective man. And so this rod, it brings us comfort because we know that God is at work protecting us. And so you may be having a week where you're wondering where God is and you're watching children struggle and you're not sure that your Christmas holiday is going to be what it could be because an enemy is seeking to come in and steal and kill and destroy. And I want you to know that your shepherd is a fierce warrior with a rod that will bring you comfort. And then a staff. What is a staff for? Well, the staff is a hook shaped like a hook and it's used by the shepherd to encircle one of the sheep's hind legs and force that sheep to pause and balance only on three legs. That's what the shepherd would do with it. He would hook one of the back legs of the sheep and pull that leg up gently and make that sheep pause in whatever they were doing and balance. It was the way for the shepherd to get that sheep's attention and keep that sheep safe. Have you ever had a season where you felt like you're on pause. Understand that these are the seasons where the great shepherd and overseer of our soul sometimes needs to take a moment to bandage our wounds, to tend to our injuries. And so he needs us to pause. He needs us to balance for a moment while he tends to what is hurting. Allow him to do that today for you. And finally, the last thing that the shepherd would carry was a sling. We see that with David and Goliath. It was amazing as a weapon against a predator. And we know that in scripture that David was able to, with his slingshot, apparently kill bears and lions and different things. But you know what a shepherd really also uses that sling for? He would shoot or sling out stones ahead 
of a wandering sheep. And that sound of that stone falling right in front of that sheep that was wandering away from the group and wandering off on its own or wandering into danger would cause that sheep to turn back inward to the flock. I don't know about you and I don't know where your heart is this week. If you're wandering a little bit, so consumed with what you have to do that you've lost sight of your great shepherd. But he is faithful to you and he will even throw stones ahead of you to drop in front of you, maybe cause you to pause, maybe cause you to be a little bit concerned and turn back to him. Often we get, we buy into the idea that if we can't stay with God, we can't keep our eyes on him. It's a condemnation on us. And yet your great shepherd understands that your eyes are sometimes prone to wander and he's willing to use slingshots to drop stones in front of you to help you turn back to him. He's willing to use his hook to pull up one of your legs to allow you to pause and balance so he can tend the wounds of your heart that may, you may be running away with. He is constantly, vigilantly looking for the places of stillness, of water that will refresh your soul, and of green pastures that will give you rest. You and I need to desperately lay down the working busyness of Christmas. And what I want to encourage you to understand is that your God declares that he is inviting you to lie down in good grazing land and rich pasture and rest in him, knowing that he is doing the work. He will lead you. He will lead you in paths of righteousness, and he will restore your soul this very week. First Peter 2.25, New Testament. You were straying like sheep, but you have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. I pray that today, as you walk and you're busy, understand you don't need to wander. You are found, not lost. You're protected, not harassed by enemies. And you're cared for and not abandoned. Thanks for joining me today. I pray that your Christmas chaos is slowly settling down as you allow the Holy Spirit to tend your soul as you know Jesus more, and as you know that you are welcomed by God the Father. As always, I encourage you to subscribe to our show. Put your reviews down there so that others may find it and be encouraged. It is not easy walking in motherhood. So much of it is hard. But may you, this week especially, know that He cares very deeply for you specifically. Merry Christmas, my friend.